It's Tuesday, August 14th, 2018. I'm Herbie Newell, and this is the Defender Podcast, a daily encouragement to mobilize and equip the body of Christ to manifest the gospel to orphans and vulnerable children. This daily podcast is a ministry of Lifeline Children's Services, and I'm coming to you from Bogota, Colombia. Well, on June 24th, 2018, had the opportunity to preach on Psalm 146 at my church, the Church at Brook Hills, for a series that we were doing on the Psalms. The sermon was entitled, The God Who Seeks the Outcast, and today is part two of that sermon entitled, Praise the Lord Because He Executes Justice for the Vulnerable, the Stranger, and the Fatherless. So that brings us to our second point. Compassion and justice are an act of worship. So we praise the Lord because he executes justice for the vulnerable, for the stranger, and for the fatherless. We see in verses seven through nine, the the list of folks that that Jesus executes justice for, that God, Jehovah the powerful, executes justice for. It says, who executes justice for the oppressed, who gives food for the hungry. The Lord sets the prisoners free. The Lord opens the eyes of the blind. The Lord lifts up those who are bowed down. The Lord loves the righteous. The Lord watches over the sojourners. He upholds the widow and the fatherless, but the way of the wicked he brings to ruin. We have a God of justice. We have a God that seeks the vulnerable and the stranger. And we have a God who is the father to the fatherless. The justice of our God is spellbounding and this should drive us to worship. I love what what Luke chapter four says. Jesus goes back to his hometown of Nazareth into the synagogue and he reads a passage that would have been very extremely recognizable to the folks at the synagogue that day. He reads a passage from Isaiah, or actually quotes a passage from Isaiah 61, one through two. The passage was a familiar and hopeful passage. But then he does this. He sits down, he looks at the synagogue leaders and says, today, this scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing. This is what he said from Luke chapter four, 18 through 19. The spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim liberty to the captives and the recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed and to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. And so this morning, I wanna see there are three specific groups that Jesus mentions that also encapsulates this list that we see in Psalm 146. So first, Jesus came to bring liberty to the captives. We have a God that fights for the oppressed, that sustains the desolate and sets free those in bondage. It grieves the heart of God when his image bearers are held captive by foreign powers, slave owners, or evil governments. It pains the heart of God for men and women to be mastered by sin, including the captivity of alcohol, drugs, pornography, perverse sexuality, and gluttony. And all of this caused us to grieve and mourn as well, but also be spurned to action. William Wilberforce, who was the emancipator of slaves in England in the late 1700s and early 1800s, he said this, he said, if to be freely alive to the sufferings of my fellow creatures is to be a fanatic, then I am one of the most incurable fanatics fanatics ever permitted to be at large. Wilberforce's hope was in the gospel, And so he was willing to be labeled a fanatic when executing gospel-based justice. We must preach the gospel and show gospel justice to the captives so that people can be released, not only from physical captivity, but also from the captivity and the bondage of sin into the arms of our loving, precious, glorious God. 
Romans 6, 22 through 23. But now that you've been set free from sin and have become slaves of God, the fruit you get leads to sanctification and its end, eternal life. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God, the free gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus, our Lord. We have a God that brings justice to the captives. And this leads us to the second act of justice that Jesus came to bring, healing for the sick and the blind. You see this morning, Jesus is not indifferent to physical disability and disease. There are those in our midst that I am sure they're going through cancer, pain, and incurable disease. There are orphans around the world that need to be adopted who are blind, deaf, maybe have Down syndrome or Turner syndrome or another ailment. We need to advocate for them passionately. Recently, I was in the country of India and we were asked to visit this little girl who was blind in one eye in order to advocate for her. And we had just recently given her file to a family that was praying over adopting this little girl. And, and our mission was to find out as much about her and to take pictures of her and to send them back to this family. And while we were in this orphanage, the orphanage director said, we, we don't believe that any family will really ever adopt her. Why would someone want a child that is blind in one eye? And we said, well, we're going to pray and we're going to advocate for this little girl. And so we took some pictures and uh, we sent those pictures back to the United States. And little did we know at that very moment, the Lord woke this family up in the middle of the night. The husband looked over at the wife and he said, that's our little girl. She looks over at her phone and has a bunch of pictures from where we've just taken pictures of this little girl. And so we want you to know this morning, I want you to know this morning that our God is passionate about healing the sick. He's passionate about advocating for the weak. He's passionate for advocating for those children and for you who has difficulty, who has disease or has ailments. But we have a God that is also very passionate about healing us from spiritual blindness. Acts 26, 18, open their eyes so that they may turn from darkness to light and for the power of Satan to God, that they may receive forgiveness of sins and place among those who are sanctified by faith in me. Second Corinthians four, verses four through six. In their case, the God of this world has blinded the minds of unbelievers to keep them from seeing the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. For what we proclaim is not ourselves, but Jesus Christ is Lord with ourselves as your servants for Jesus' sake. For God who said, like light shine out of darkness has shown in our hearts and to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Christ. Oh, beloved, our Jesus has come to heal the sick, but he has also come to heal those that are blind spiritually. And so let's proclaim his name. We have a God that brings healing. And that brings us to the third act of justice that Jesus came to bring, validation for the oppressed. Our God is the husband to the widow he is the father to the fatherless. He validates those who are marginalized, weak, and oppressed. Our God shows compassion, empathy, and action for those who are powerless and abused. This includes caring for the orphan, the widow, the stranger, and the alien. Yet our God is also about liberating people from the oppression and bondage of sin. Paul says to Timothy in 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 24 through 26, and the Lord's servant must not be quarrelsome, but kind to everyone, able to teach, patiently enduring evil, correcting his opponents with gentleness. God may perhaps grant them repentance, leading to knowledge of the truth, and they may come to their senses and escape from the snare of the devil after being captured by him to do his will. Oh, beloved, let us praise the Lord. 
because he executes justice for the vulnerable, the stranger, the fatherless, and those who are sinfully, sinfully sick. Well, thanks for listening to the Defender Podcast. For more information or connect with me, please visit HerbieNewell.com. To partner with Lifeline, visit LifelineChild.org. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook by searching for Lifeline Child. You can email us directly at info at LifelineChild.org. Beloved, will you allow God to use the gospel through you to impact the life of a child? Please contact us because we are here to defend the fatherless. We'll see you again tomorrow for the Defender Podcast.